Welcome to Tulsa Talks, presented by Tulsa Regional Chamber. I'm your host, Tim Landis. On this episode of Tulsa Talks, I'll be chatting with Mandy Locke, manager at Bramble and Holy Mole, about their mocktails and the movement that is happening across Tulsa. But first, I want to talk to you about all the things that are going on online because we have been rocking and rolling to start the new year. First off, our cover story from our January issue, our Tolsons of the Year, is the Rogers family who owns Kane's Ballroom. Kane's Ballroom means the world to me, so I was very thrilled to share this story. Um, very personal in ways because I talk about a lot of the shows that mean something to me. You can even see on the online version a huge layout of the tickets that I collected over the years going to all the various shows. I've been to something over like 200 Kane's Ballroom shows. So getting to write an updated history on the venue and the family and such was, it was awesome. So uh, read that. You can also still maybe find a few stray copies around town. Um, online, I wrote about the Sex Pistols 45th anniversary of their show at Kane's. It was the sixth of seven shows uh, when they toured across America in 78. I interviewed Punk Magazine uh, founder John Holmstrom, who was at the show. It was his 25th birthday. I also got to talk to Roberta Bailey, who was a photographer from 76 to 86 documenting the New York City punk scene. Um, she started out as a door person at CBGB and ended up shooting the Ramones album cover that debuted them in black and white, leaning up against the wall. Uh, she was really good friends with Debbie Harry, got to run around with Blondie. Uh, she was here at the Sex Pistols show, the a snowy night in January. So really cool, our opportunity to talk to her uh, about that night and her career. And um, yeah, it was just one of those, I did it for me, but it's been really cool to see how much people have really grabbed onto that interview. Earlier this year, I also posted a Q&A with Sam Quarton of the Bobby Lees. She recently moved to Tulsa. Her husband is film director John Swab. They uh, made a movie called Candyland, a horror film. I did a Q&A with them at Circle Cinema at the premiere. The movie has gotten rave reviews. If you like slasher films that feel like a 70s grindhouse type thing, this is for you. So uh, definitely go check it out at Circle Cinema or wait for it when it comes out on demand. Rent it only if you're into horror. Um, it's a great movie. You can read the interview. All of these things will be linked in the show notes. Coming up later this week, I will have an interview with Josie Scott, the former frontman of Saliva. You remember that song, Click, Click, Boom, that came out like 20 years ago? You can still hear it played in stadiums during games and such. He now lives in the area. He is relaunching his music career, starting with a sold-out show at the Shrine on the 20th. I talked to him about getting going again, and it was really cool to, to talk to him and hear about how he's dropped 100 pounds, he's back in fighting shape, and he just loves playing music so much. He's built a new band surrounded by Tulsa musicians. So that interview will be up. I will share it uh, in the show notes once it is published. A note, you can always find updated music listings on our website. If you save that link, it is evergreen, so we update it constantly so you'll find the latest shows, where and when they are happening across Tulsa, who is playing where. You can look it up, tulsapeople.com, just scroll down a little bit and find the music listings, or just save that on your phone on the homepage there. That way you can always click it and see who is jamming out. Also online, we have our weekly Tulsa 10 curated rundown by Blakely Freed, who hosts our About Town episode every other week. 
You can catch that uh, every Monday afternoon. We share it on social and stuff. You can also go to our website. It is in our Tuesday newsletter. It's just a quick rundown of 10 things that you can do in town that week. And then lastly, we have our uh, Oklahoma bestsellers list. It's every Sunday it's published. So you can find what books are popular uh, that week. And then I do want to mention on Monday, I took photos at the MLK parade. I, I always love documenting this parade. It keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. And to see all those smiles, uh, it just it, it's a great way to start the year for me. I mean, I scroll through hundreds of photos and see a ton of smiling faces and people just excited to be out in the community and celebrating the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. It's just, uh, I love it. Uh, that, that gallery will be linked in the show notes as well. It is a lot going on online. Um, TulsaPeople.com slash About Town. Uh, you can always find online content there. Uh, then, of course, the magazine content. I mean, we are doing so much good stuff. One last thing. Coming up in February, we will have the A-list voting taking place. And this year, it's changed. The first round will be nomination. So you will nominate your favorite whatever in each category. And then after a couple weeks, we'll tally those up. We'll come back in April with seven finalists. You will get to vote for your favorite of those seven. You'll get to click a box, pick your favorite, move on to the next one, and then we will crown all of the A-list winners and list the full A-list in the June issue. So get excited. Get ready for that. It's always a fun time to see who Tulsa thinks is their favorite local everything. Okay, let's get on to the episode. Mandy Locke is the manager of Bramble and Holy Mole, located at 6th and Peoria. She has been sober for two years. She has created a huge mocktail menu there at both eateries. She also loves to make me sample these drinks. I see her, it seems like, once every week or two, and she's always, like, whether it's breakfast, she wants me to try a coffee with an alternative whiskey or a mimosa with fake champagne, which you'll hear more about later. It is amazing what is happening in the mocktail movement. She is someone I've leaned on to get advice and tips on what to drink. Uh, also, I Ranch Acres Liquor Store. We did a story on them in our January issue. Emily Stewart and them, they have a great selection of NA stuff. You'll hear more about that later. Really enjoyed talking to Mandy about this mocktail movement that is happening. We talk about not only what's going on at her restaurant, but others in town uh, where you can find the good drinks. And she'll give you a few recommendations. If you are doing dry January, stay strong. I know this is a tough time. That third week, you can do it. If you want to keep going after that, I am a cheerleader for you at four and a half years. So you can do it if you want to. Okay, let's get this going. Here's my conversation with Mandy Locke, the manager of Bramble and Holy Moly. I am here with Mandy Locke, the manager of Bramble and Holy Moly, and we are here to talk mocktails, something I would have never imagined having a long conversation about a few years ago, but here we are now, four and a half years later, I'm not drinking, and Mandy is someone that I will sit down and she'll bring me a drink and hand it to me. It's like, try this. Whether it's a breakfast drink, it can have a coffee with a fake whiskey, an alternative whiskey. It can be a margarita that tastes just like a margarita and it doesn't have tequila in it. But a tequila alternative. She throws these things at me all the time and gets me hooked on them. And now I'm drinking mocktails and I can't believe it. I stayed away from them for so long. 
But Mandy, welcome to Tulsa Talks, and thank you for getting me hooked, addicted to (laughs) (laughs) fake margaritas. Man, it's better than the alternative, I suppose. The alternative is better. So, mocktail movement. This is a time of year when a lot of people are taking a break from drinking alcohol. It's, you know, sober start, dry January, whatever you call it. You're a Packers fan. Your team didn't make the playoffs, so you have no reason to drink in January. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but... uh, a lot of people kind of fall off at this time of the of the month and they go back to it. Maybe it's because you're a Dallas Cowboys fan and you have to watch your team in the playoffs. I don't know. But th- we just wanted to come and talk to you about what's going on in Tulsa with this big mocktail movement that's happening. Uh, it's happening at, you know, Bramble at Holy Mole. Um, it is happening at Mother Road Market. It is happening in the liquor stores. We have an article in our January issue about Ranch Acres and the offerings they have. We talked to owner Emily Stewart. Uh, about all the great things there and i can recommend the athletic brewing ipa which tastes just like an ipa mandy what do you think of all this i mean it's crazy i I think it's so great and i will say i love athletic cerveza it tastes like a mexican beer so athletics really doing big things they are um you know that's a really cool thing i miss beer and anyway tulsa is just doing great things nothing's left is doing something on mondays all month long um most of the Bramble kids will be there next Monday. We're all going to go after work, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I think it's just really a, a cool thing for us to have something other than a Shirley Temple or just a pineapple juice with some soda water in it. I think that um, putting a little bit of thought into these things that are replacing what is you know, sometimes necessary in social situations, just to have your hands on a drink or something when you're nervous. I've got a coffee in front of me. Yeah. It's, I'm not nervous, by the way. I'm just having coffee <laughs> yeah, in front yeah. of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I think it's great. Um, I love that we are doing this in all of our concepts. You know, Bird and Bottle has some non-alcoholic offerings. Mm-hmm. Shaky Jake's has got some. I love seeing other restaurant groups doing the same thing. Uh, I think having access to drinks that are not alcoholic is so important no matter what the reason is that you're not drinking. Um, Dry January is a great place to jump off. You know, I know you know the statistics show that the third week that people fall off. Mm -hmm. And it's usually a Friday that they do that on for some reason. And so if we've got an alternative that tastes like the real deal and you don't feel like you're missing out on anything while you're still sticking to what you've committed to, I think is, is amazing. It's truly crazy. I mean, when you handed me that margarita <laughs> and I tried it, like margaritas were one of my favorite things on the planet for a long time. Like I loved margaritas. If it wasn't whiskey, it was tequila. And you handed that drink to me. I tried it. It had that sweet taste. It had that bite at the end of that tequila taste. And I just couldn't believe it. I mean, the only thing I didn't get was drunk. You know, I might got a little sugar high off of it, but right. uh, but it's just it's so crazy how good they've gotten at faking it. And yeah. I know a lot of I mean, explain to us like how what is the what are you seeing in these mocktail or ingredients, the the alternatives? Like what does that mean? An alternative so, whiskey, an alternative tequila. They've come a long way from just a year ago even as far as what's the products that are available to to us to mix these drinks for you with. Um, when we started our program at Bramble I was really trying to just work with syrups and maybe here and there find an alternative gin because that's an easy one, right? You just put some juniper berries into some water along with some herbal things and it turns out tasting like gin. But then I stumbled upon this whiskey and this tequila that are really tasting like the real deal. 
And I love that someone along the way has found this process to de-alcoholize those spirits. Instead of trying to make water taste like a spirit, they're taking a spirit and taking the alcohol out of it. So removing that but still keeping the taste, for those of us that don't drink, is fantastic. Um, it's not necessarily something you want to sip neat. I'll say that. We haven't gotten that far. Yeah. But they definitely stand up in cocktails and give you the flavor and sometimes the bite that you're looking for. I love that. You also surprised me with something else recently was the fake mimosa. Like, I don't know what you call this thing, but it is, I mean, again, it tastes like the real thing. It has a champagne alternative or whatever you want to call it with, you know, OJ or whichever juice you prefer, but it tasted just like a mimosa. Like, I want to do an experiment at some point and like the placebo experiment and swap these out with people and see. Definitely. Uh, Those bubbles, man, they shocked me. They were, I expected it just to be some sugary carbonated soda-like beverage. And when I tasted it the first time, I told the liquor up, I was like, let's bring it in. Let's do it. We, you know, so now all the Brambles are offering fake mimosas, if you will, faux mimosas. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> we call them either. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to call it a fanosa. Yeah. I don't know. There's, what do we call it, Tulsa? Uh, but yeah, just most of the things on those menus are now we can make them non-alcoholic. And so the pregnant girls that are coming in with their friends to celebrate their bridal shower, they can have bubbles. And it's, it's exciting. You would not believe the, the, the way they're received. Tulsa Talks listeners, we love Tulsa, and we know you do too. So does the Tulsa Regional Chamber. You might not realize it, but the Chamber is more than 100 years old, which more than makes it a Tulsa institution. They represent 2,000 member organizations and more than 175,000 area workers. As a business-driven leadership organization, their goal is to improve the quality of community life through the development of regional economic prosperity. What does that mean? It means their staff of 50 works hard every single day to attract, retain, and expand great businesses. They work to increase educational access and workforce skill levels. They advocate on behalf of their members at both the state and federal levels. They champion efforts to make our community more inviting and livable. And they promote our region as a vibrant tourist destination. To learn more about all that the Chamber does and to become a member, Visit TulsaChamber.com. How has it been received? How have all these drinks been received? What are people telling you when they see this menu of mocktails? I think that mocktails for a little while was a funny way to call a non-alcoholic drink something that is easy. I don't know. It goes with cocktail, right? But mocktail is... It sounds like it's making fun of things. And I think that at first people were like, oh, why would I even pay money for a non-alcoholic product? But as this trend has continued, people are really excited and just like, oh, man, I didn't know you could make something taste this good. And it's been it's been really great. The um, the response has been great. I, I would say that our sales have gone. I didn't look at the numbers before I came in. I should have. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. But they've definitely gone way up over this. I know Jonna was probably just humoring me when I was like, let's put some non-alcoholic cocktails <laughs> on the menu. But, you know, it's a big part of our program now. And I think it's especially at Pearl's location, um, you know, people seeing my face with that name on the menu, they're like, oh, there is a person behind this. There's a reason. Let me talk to her. And that's been really fun to share stories with people about, you know, why we're not drinking. It could just be like, oh, I wanted to challenge myself to this dry January. And if it goes further than that, then it does. If there's a reason that you quit drinking, then that's that's okay too. Yeah. Um, but it's really, I've kind of 
made some new friends through this because there's people out there that don't realize how many other people are not drinking alongside them. Yeah, and I mean, to be clear, this isn't just something that's happening in January. You do this all year round. It is printed on the menus. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. And you're continuing to experiment and add new things and try new things as the industry grows. I mean, that's got to be exciting, right? For someone who bartended to be able to go back and still and be creating new drinks, I, I would think that would be fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to try to make them taste the way that I remember them tasting. Um, a lot of it is me relying on like, oh, well, I remember tequila giving me this little bit of bite and there's a little bit of salinity. So if I'm not putting a tequila alternative in something, I have to remember that we need to, you know, balance in that certain way. And so that's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of science behind bartending that, you know, you know that there's science in baking and cooking, but you don't think about it with, with drinks. And it's been really fun to up my game. You've been a bartender when you drank and then after drinking. So now you're kind of the Sam Malone of bartenders. What is that like? I mean, is it how is it difficult? Is it a struggle? Uh, because, I mean, you do have the, the inherited skills and knowledge of what these things taste like, the mixing and all that. But is it different? Um, I will say so last week was two years that I have not drank. So that first year was difficult. Just being behind the bar sometimes was overwhelming because you're like man I just really there's a new product I want to try this but it's it's been fun to change that focus and put it on the non-alcoholic things I'm still making new drinks that have alcohol in them. the whole menu at Hole Mole is mine I did those and I'm so lucky to have a crew that is behind me and they can taste these things that I'm not tasting um, so it was a struggle in the beginning now it's just fun it's just fun to see what I can reproduce and how close I can get it I love having Tim come in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, try this wine. It tastes just <laughs> like wine. It does. And, you know, Tim and John are getting married. So maybe there'll be some mocktails <laughs> at their wedding party. Who knows? But it's just it's been a lot of fun to just learn what I actually am capable of. Yeah. And the other thing is, is the the benefits you have of not drinking. I mean, you obviously you stop drinking for health reasons. But what are the other benefits that you have found from from not drinking alcohol? Uh, my mental health is so much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, we drink to dull some things, we to escape the day, to escape the week, whatever it is. I now have to find other ways to do that. I love running for this reason. You know, but it has had a huge impact on my mental health, um, my relationship with my children, my family, my friends. Everything's improved. Um, not everyone has to walk my path. Not everyone has to go beyond dry January, but it's been really good for me. It's been yeah. really good for me. No, I agree 100%. I mean, I quit drinking four and a half years ago for multiple reasons, but mostly mental health reasons. I needed to focus. I needed to clear up some things that had been going on. And um, yeah, I mean, I would never, I don't see myself ever going back. I mean, especially if they keep making these amazing alternatives <laughs> that I can right. drink to, to kind of fill that little niche every now and then now. But uh, no, it, it is great. I mean, I recommend it to anyone. If you're considering it, try it. I mean, there is no hurt in taking a break, whether it's January. Feb February is a shorter month than January. So if you want to start there, go there with it. But uh, I can't recommend it enough. And I love seeing how it's spreading across town and becoming more acceptable. And uh, more just, you know, these uh, these SIP events are having the happy hours at, uh, at uh, Mother Road Market. Uh, it's just really cool because they're packed. They're full of people. And then you're also seeing people... Uh, like for you, you were a motivator to someone else 
who is in the industry, who then took that and now has changed their menu up and everything. So, I mean, just talk about the, the dominoes effect of what you've seen. Yeah, it's been it's been insane. There are places that I never dreamed I would be able to walk into and just sit at the bar and not have a drink. I mean, I'm having a drink, but I'm not having a drink. And it's, you know, there's a lot more sober bartenders out there than you think there are. Um, and that that is growing. And I love seeing that. Um there's a big group of industry folks in Tulsa that get together a couple times a week and they just do things to keep them from drinking or whatever their drug of choice is. But um, I love seeing all of that happening. I'm not saying I'm the, the catalyst for that by any means, but it's been nice to discover those things. And for my friends who enjoy that group setting of let's sit down, let's talk about these things, it's been really, really nice to see. The expansion of people's bar menus has been lovely. Um, Watershed's doing some cool things with their bar program. Um, I know that my cousin Haley works for NOLA's, and she is huge, huge into making sure that everyone knows, hey, it's okay if you want to quit drinking for a little while. It's okay. I can be your friend. I can talk to you about these things. I think that keeping a conversation open um, is important and letting everyone know that it's okay if you need to take a break. I think I just I can't iterate how much that's important to know that it's okay. Let's start at Holy Mole. Tell me what your favorite mocktail is on the menu that you've made, created, and, and, and give us the ingredients to it and why you like it. <laughs> and then give us a couple more at other places that you've tried and liked, maybe at Nola's or elsewhere. Um, I really, really love the Everything Nice at, at Holy Mole. There's no question that's my favorite on the menu. Um, it is an allspice and grapefruit drink and i like to add that tequila alternative it's not on the menu that way you can absolutely get that tequila added to it and it just gives it a little bit of a kick um i love that it feels like christmas time so it but it's gonna stay it's it's not just gonna go away when spring rolls around it's that popular um and it's really a great base for those that want to add alcohol but i don't think it's necessary um I, I know Tim really likes the Oaxacan Old Fashioned. No, yeah. not the Oaxacan Old Fashioned. I'm so sorry. The Phoenix. Yes. And that is almost like a dream sickle. So that's a, it's almost like a dessert mocktail, but it's blood orange and vanilla. And that yep. is also fantastic. So those are my two favorites on the, on the Hole Mole menu for sure. Um, there's a Haley's Comet at Nola's that is named after Haley. And it's got Abstinence, which is one of the bigger brands, um, Cape Spice and the Cape Citrus are both really great. They've got the citrus in that drink, and it is phenomenal. So if you get a chance to go over there, try one of their drinks. I know that Starlight's got some non-alcoholic offerings as well. And um, I'm really excited about these social bison drinks that non or that Nothing's Left is doing. So it's made with terpenes. So there's no actual THC product in there, but it's got a little bit of a nice relaxing effect on you. And I really love the mimosa flavor, of course, right? Yeah. But um, they also have a, a lime and cherry, I believe, that is really good. A couple of flavors yeah. I haven't tasted. Um, Bramble, though, we've got those fake mimosas that I can't get over. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what to call them. We need to take a poll on what to call yeah, those I know, guys. Right? I don't want to call it fake because it's not. It's real. Yeah, You're yeah. drinking it. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a fun thing, trying to come up with names for things. I say that. I hate doing it. But it's also fun. Um I'll be curious to see what you come up with. Yeah, I've got a Cosmo that I've got a really fun name with that for that'll end up on the Bramble menu sometime soon, um, or as a feature, something like that. We're calling it Absolutely Not. 
<laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. So it's been fun to name these things. It's been fun to build the menus. It's really fun watching Tulsa just embrace this. And, you know, there was a stigma around not drinking because drinking is what we do as a society. Yeah. And, um, you know, the stigma is not necessarily there surrounding not drinking these days. And as someone who doesn't drink, it's lovely to to have people just receive me instead of being like, oh, well, why do you not drink? It doesn't matter why I don't drink. Not drinking is my choice. And if I care to share it with you, that's great. You're welcome. But um, I just think, I don't know. I think it's really fantastic. I mean, it is a drinking society because it is. When you don't drink, someone asks you, and it's always like, why aren't you drinking? And it's like, why does that matter? Alcohol is the only drug we have to answer for why we don't do it. Yeah. It is. And... I, I think it's important also for people to know sobriety is not linear. So if you do slip up during dry January, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, it's it's not necessarily for everyone to quit drinking, but it's a good stepping stone if you are trying to do that. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll tell you, if you go to a cane show, they've got the Heineken 00. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. And yeah. it looks just like a Heineken bottle. So if your friends run into you and they see you holding a green bottle, they might be like, what? It's Tim drinking again at Kane shows? Nope, it's a Heineken Zero Zero, and it tastes skunky and just like the Heineken that everyone loves. <laughs> it tastes like reason. a green bottle beer. Yeah, <laughs> but it, uh, but Kane's offers that. So I am trying to now pay more attention when I go out to places to see what they offer, just to have a better idea. But when it comes to the beers, um, I mentioned earlier the Athletic Brewing IPA. Athletic Brewing has a few different types that they offer out there. Um, I'm blanking now. It's in our... January issue, we have an image of it, but it's kind of a greenish, or a greenish, sorry, an orange uh, peachish colored can. Um, that one is tastes like the straight up traditional IPA. It is very good. Um, I think they make like a cerveza one they too, maybe. They have the maybe. cerveza, they have the hazy IPA, they have just a traditional IPA, and I want to say they have just kind of a lager, yeah. and they're all so good. The only thing that miss that misses for me every time with a non-alcoholic product is the mouthfeel. But yeah. with beer, you're lucky because you've got that carbonation. The PBR non-alcoholic is really good. The Coors Edge is really popular because it's low in carbs and calories. So there's a lot of alternatives out there. And I will tell you that drinking a beer on a hot summer day is still one of my favorite things. Yeah. And having non-alcoholic options, instead of just having one option like we did when my dad would quit drinking for you know X amount of time, he only had this one non-alcoholic product, but now there's so many and I love that because not everybody likes that one thing. But it's, you know, I love options. Yeah, and I will say I tried the Guinness Zero. Um, it comes in the cans and it has a little ball in the mm-hmm. cans still. So when you pop it open, it does that air hiss and then you, know, you pour it out. It tastes like a watered, slightly watered down Guinness. It's not as thick and foamy. But it still has that Guinness flavor. If you love Guinness and marches coming up, um, trying to think of what else I've tried. I bet it's still got the vitamins in it too. Oh, probably. <laughs> and that's the other thing with these. Um, like I said, with the um, with the athletic brewing and stuff, they're like sixty calories a can. If you care about that stuff, I don't, but I read the can, so I see <laughs> it on there. Uh, but it, uh, you know, it, it tastes. Just like an IPA that had like 1,200 calories if you're drinking the real thing. So it just boggles my mind. Um, the other thing is they're easy to pound when you're watching football playoffs. I know I've talked about this before, but I was made fun of earlier this year for 
drinking like a six pack of the athletic brewing IPAs during the Kansas city Buffalo game. And I was going through them and I've also had shower beers with these. Oh yeah. Shower and beer you know, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. You it's get them mowing the yard and you have your shower beer yeah. and it's non-alcoholic beer, but it is great. I'm telling you. So if you're even considering carrying this on through the summer, I'm giving you these hints now on things you can continue to enjoy uh, in your traditions. The lake, you can take them to the lake. I mean, it's fun. Uh, one day I was driving around. I was like, can I open one of these and drive around? Because that would be kind of funny. Yeah. You know, the little teenage thing in me, but safe. It's just, it's so weird. Like this whole mocktail movement. I'm yeah. still getting used to it. You're like, sorry, officer, that's not beer. <laughs> yeah, it it's smells like beer. IPA. It's near beer. <laughs> that's what I like to call them. Yeah, I just, I love seeing how much this has become a trend. I hope it continues. Yeah, And doesn't do just too. fall off. Um Simply because I like having options available to me. Very selfishly, I like these options available for myself. Yeah. Ranch Acres has been a godsend for me because they, you know, for Emily real. has brought in so much product that it is you can you can get anything your little heart desires over there. Yep, and when you go to Ranch Acres at Thirty First and Harvard, if you go in the door and you go to the right in the back corner. Uh, on the north end of the building, there is the cooler. On the far end is the uh, the non-alcoholic selection. It's a full cooler. Uh, you So you have all styles and choices to choose from. And then they have a mixed elsewhere, I think, in the liquor areas and stuff. They have a row on the wall um, near the registers that has the alternatives and stuff there. So They do. I don't recommend trying the Mezcal alternative. It's okay. not quite there yet. Yeah. It's not quite there. That's a weird one to try to reproduce because you have to reproduce that smoky flavor. But it tastes kind of like tea. So if you love tea. Check it out. Put it over ice with some lemon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think just exploring those and mixing things up at home is cool. Have your friends over. Cook some dinner. Make some mocktails. Some zero-proof beverages, if you will. <laughs> and what's really cool is is that you are seeing the big brands get behind this. I mean, Budweiser for a long time had it. We all know about O'Doul's. Mm -hmm. But to see, like, the Coors and everybody else making them in the Guinnesses and all that, I mean, they're really putting money behind this because they see, and I think it is not just this buzzy trend. I think it is something that's going to have longevity. The statistics say so. So we will see. But, I mean... How excited are you about the future of this? I'm so excited. I think that we'll see a huge turn in people's mental health as a society. I think that just, you know, taking down 10 to 20% of the people that are drinking, we're going to see a huge turn in mental health issues becoming a little more on the positive trend where people are like, oh, man, I can get through this without some sort of substance. And I, I think that that is another great conversation to have down the road about, you know, a few years from now seeing where mental health sits and do we attribute that to the trend of less alcohol? You know, even lower alcohol drinks are po are really popular now. Yeah. So say we've got just some delicious beverage with just a tiny bit of alcohol in there. That's still a cool thing. Mm -hmm. That's still a really cool thing. We're not out there just trying to get drunk these days now. Yeah. We're enjoying the beverage for what it is, which is a, a flavor, a delicious flavor. And our longtime listeners will know I love to talk about mental health and the benefits and doing things and all that. And I've got to tell you, like not drinking, like something I told someone recently is, is, you know, it's important to talk about things and you can't talk to someone when your mouth is full of beer. You know, when you're swallowing beer and drinking it, you can't have a conversation. I know you can, but, but you can't. And so, and that is something is that, you know, talking things through and not being afraid to talk about things. We have a lot of things in the society we need to normalize. Um, that we need to have conversations about. But uh, I think for a lot of people, myself included, I use it as a crutch. 
Um, and so for me, it was part of that to feeling better and getting better was not having that crutch anymore. So I encourage you if you are if you're dealing with that stuff, just you know you can always email. Um, I will I'll give you a word of encouragement. I'm here. I'm your friend. So. Um, yeah, just get out there and enjoy the mocktails. You can see Mandy at Bramble and Holy Moly, both located in the Pearl District. <laughs> we have an article about it in our January issue on Holy Moly. If you're like, what is Holy Moly? We explain it to you, and I will link that article in the notes along with the story on Ranch Acres. Um, and then I'll pull up an archived article we had from a few months ago on Mandy, <laughs> So, which her face will probably be gracing this the cover of this podcast because it's a great photo of her with the drinks. So, uh do you have anything else for us, Mandy, before you had to jet back to work? Yeah, I know. I'm going to go sling some drinks for Tulsa now. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I'd love to see everyone. And if something on our menu doesn't appeal to you, if you see me running around there with the white hair and it's not insane, I would love to make something that's a little more to your taste. Uh, we have lots of options. And I think that that goes for any of our locations. And I'm sure anywhere that's offering non-alcoholic beverages, I think they're all going to be willing to work with you. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see where this goes. Can't wait. And if you're wondering what these drinks look like or anything, you can hit up the Instagram accounts for Bramble and for Holy Mole and even Burden Bottle. But if you follow those accounts, you'll see some reels and stuff of these drinks. And as the new ones come along and there will be some special ones, um, they're always fun to see. So make sure you follow those social media accounts there. Um, Mandy, you ready to go make some mocktails? Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> so ready. Back to work. Thank you so much for coming on to Tulsa you. Talks to talk to us about the mocktail movement in Tulsa. Thanks, Tim. Tulsa Talks listeners, if you own a business, this is for you. The Tulsa Regional Chamber wants to be your partner in prosperity. With a membership in the Tulsa Regional Chamber, you will be connected to a growing network of 2,000 business owners throughout Northeast Oklahoma. Your company will join the largest business-to-business community in the Tulsa area. At more than 100 chamber events a year, your company can build relationships with potential clients, promote your brand, and give back to the community we all love. Through the chamber, you can connect to Visit Tulsa, the Tulsa Convention and Visitors Bureau, as well as the Tulsa Sports Commission and their programs and events. Whether you are interested in legislative advocacy efforts, becoming a member of Tulsa's Young Professionals, or supporting diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts through Mosaic, membership in the Tulsa Regional Chamber will help you impact our community and build your business in meaningful ways. For more information on how the Chamber can partner with you, visit TulsaChamber.com.